Yo, what's up? It's your host, the American Schmuck. I'm the American Schmuck. You're the American Schmuck. And all those assholes out there are the American Schmuck. Maybe they're not American because they don't like any sort of philosophy of freedom whatsoever. Freedom is something that's associated with tyranny to them, which makes absolutely zero sense, but go figure in this time of postmodernism where naturally nothing makes any sense, and so 2 plus 2 equals whatever the fuck you want it to be, and uh, there is you know, anything, any information that comes from your eyeballs or any of your other senses... Uh, other four senses, we'll leave the argument to the sixth sense and everything up for another time. But let's just stick with the uh, five senses. Any information that comes from them, them is automatically discredited and is not a reliable source of anything. Kind of like global warming, for example. Or the COVID-19 pandemic, where bodies aren't dropping in the streets as we initially saw out of the videos in, from China. Back towards the beginning of the year. Now, with all this talk about you know burning it down and you know these classic uh, communist revolutionary tactics, where any sort of association to the past is erased in order to bring in something new, which is always a dictatorial tyranny. Uh, overt oppression like this country has never seen. This thing can only survive, can only take root because we haven't seen these types of oppressions before. We haven't seen the rounding up and taking into concentration camps. We haven't seen political dissidents being arrested uh, other than maybe Roger Stone, people who are higher up, people who have put themselves in the arena. But the average person... Uh, can have a job, can make money. Yes, you know, there's uh, discussion around felons and then then them not able to do anything after uh, they get convicted of a felony, and if especially if it was a false felony or whatever. That's another topic, and I think there is something there. But burning it down. Well, let's go back a little bit. In the days of the Chinese Revolution, if you're not familiar with the Chinese Revolution, well, you're about to get familiar because we're living it here right now. That Confucianism was considered oppressive and outdated uh, societal philosophy where everybody just kind of lived by Confucianism. I don't know much about Confucianism, uh, but I do know it's not an oppressive tyranny and it's more about like the the uh, um, uh, apprenticeship kind of mentor uh, apprentice relationship is kind of based off that, where you hand down traditions and everything, which sounds okay, right? I mean, uh, the mentor can be pretty stern and disciplinarian in how teaches uh, the mentor, but still, that's how things get carried on through generations and generations. But that was used as an enemy in the Communist Revolution of China, 1949, and building up to it. 
Well, we're seeing obviously seeing that today with the taking down of statues and everything associated with America has been uh, reduced to some sort of uh, condoning of slavery, as if that's the only thing that America should be known for. And yes, we do have our problems here in this country, and I'm not some, you know, red, white, and blue, hoorah, you know, uh, go police, yeah, police are great, and I'm not following that line here. I'm just saying that this country is, its bread and butter is the one that is the criticism of itself, we look at what's wrong with ourselves in order to fix it. We don't just just we, we don't just assume we're good. But we take into inventory all the good things we have done and we take into inventory all the things that we have done wrong and we correct it. Hence the Civil War where we corrected slavery. And what? Almost what 750,000 Americans died in that war. I don't think that was like a, a congressional debate here. I don't think that was just a, a few people, few intellectuals like getting together and trying to find out what's the right way to do slavery. No, it's no slavery. So a, that is an example of how we make things better. And since it's a country that's based on individuals, which is a form of oppression to the uh, Marxists and the Antifas and Black Lives Matter, they want to be thought of themselves, they want to think of themselves as just black people or or just Martin or something. They want to think of themselves as just white people, which is the beginning of all racism, is just completely going around identifying yourself with your skin color as if that's all you are. Well, then people are going to recognize that and then see you as that skin color and then automatically it's going to be an us versus them type thing. So, okay, I'm a white person. My skin color is white. But that doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck that I'm white. Maybe that's like what the the little kernel of truth and the whole I identify as a fucking pink penguin type thing is you you go around identifying with I I yeah, sure I'm white, but I don't identify as a white person. I can see a black person do something and I can empathize with it and I know where they're coming from. I can see a Mexican and they're doing something, I can empathize with it and I see where they're coming from. You know, so it's not even like I'm doing something that all white people do. I'm just doing something that people do, and that Mexican person does it, that black person does it, that Chinese person does it, that Japanese person does it, that Indian person does it, that that native person does it. So it's we're a combination of all these things. And so therefore, I could never identify as a white person. And more specifically, Norwegian, uh, Czechoslovakian, a little bit of German, a little bit of French, a tiny bit of English. You know, it, it's... So a white is just... A, a, just means European, which has so many different cultures and languages, and so that's almost even a racist thing of itself to say white. But I'm not even, like, taking offense when somebody says white, because in America we don't really have those... Uh, uh, Europe, those specific European traditions... Uh, embedded embedded in us in a way that uh, we go about carrying out those traditions. We go and like make lefsa every day. Maybe some people do in like northern Minnesota and like some rural areas or traditional like German food or whatever. But you know, white people have taken on a 
uh, identity of their own in America, just like how black people have. Black people, American black people, are are t- have t- are very different than the ones from Africa. So the ones from Africa that that come over, they're very different than the Americanized black people. And honestly, a lot of times it's kind of sad they want to adopt the uh, black culture in America that has been handed to them, uh, given force fed to them through groups like NWA started in Compton, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles, which is one of the birthplaces of uh, black people wanting to start their own suburb and have their own thing going on, but it was infiltrated from gangs in the 1970s from L.A., and it kind of got ruined from there, but then eventually NWA came, and then here comes the glorification of the N-word and drug dealing and just being total fucks, which is not what black people are. But that's what's been given to them from white people to social engineer them and put them into prison and the and make a bunch of profits from investments in the private prison industry that came around about the same time. Just ask Rick Ross. So, with them burning, every, trying to burn everything down and... Uh, erase history here, which they'll never do. They, they, they'll, too many people have books. Too many people know our history. Our history is known all across the world. We have the most curious history out there, probably next to you know uh, Roman history or ancient Greece or something. So it, it's not going to go anywhere. They're going to try to, but they're just going to fail in doing so. And then infant. Excuse me. In failing in doing so, they're going to expose everything that's linked to them. And everything that's linked to them are a lot of things embedded uh, in American society. Banking, entertainment, education, uh, where taxes are going to, taxes themselves, politicians, uh, political thought, philosophical thought. All these things are attached to them that we have, that have been embedded, that we have... That we just think are, that's just like the way it is, all these things that are associated with them are going to go down with them. So what would we build new after that? Well, being America, being built on individuals, it's up to you. It's up to how you want to do it. Do you want to be an asshole and, and try to fill a power vacuum or do you want to just build something? I choose that, building something. And... That is not up to me for what you want to build for yourself. And that's the right thing. That is definitely the right thing. Well, people are starting to realize that. People are starting to realize, well, in this whole Marxist cultural revolution, there is a flavor in there that make up the... uh, there, there, there is some part of the palette that's satisfied that is your own personal freedom. And that's what people latch on to in order to initiate tyranny. So, people are, la- people are, are, are more drawn to that than the, any, any other part of their Marxist ideology. They're, they're drawn to my own personal uh, things that I want to do. Uh, that are outside of cops. The cops are bad. They're limiting my freedom. And so I think people are kind of more focusing on how 
cops are limiting their freedom, but then expanding on that in their own studies, they're going to realize it, the cops aren't the ones who make the laws. It's all these other people who are making the laws and kind of getting the cops to go along with it. And then that kind of bleeds into, with this whole COVID thing, uh, the doctors and the medical tyranny that's going on here, which is often overlooked by the masses. You know, big pharma and everything, which was big in, that discussion was big during the Bush era. But once Obama went in, just completely forgotten about like so many other things. If you notice back then, the music was very anti-war and and spoke on a lot of like real things. Um, Incubus did, 311 did, uh, Green Day, all these people. But then once Obama came in, it's... Oh, just turn the dumb bullshit up to full blast. Just, just fucking here. Let's throw some auto tune in there. They won't even fucking care. And talent, fuck that. You just give them repetitive hypnotic bullshit with auto tune and just make it loud, and they'll be happy. And they were. But now, since people are are really waking up, black, black, white, red, brown, whatever, they're really waking up to all the like the bullshit language that. The news says about COVID nineteen. Oh, with the fear. I mean, it's like you. It's like you're really trying to make me scared. You're really trying to like, I, like, who the fuck are you're really trying to make me scared of this shit? It's like stop. But the propaganda, their propaganda is on hard right now. Like everywhere you turn, you can't put on iTunes without seeing some sort of race shit in there. iTunes from Apple, which is now pretty much which is based in China. When the the first trillion dollar corporation in the world, Tim Cook, um, you go to Netflix. It's just uh, all these things are pushing this race shit, as if this is a grassroots movement. It's like give me a fucking break, and people are starting to realize it. But these people are so full of themselves that they still think it works. The math the mathematical equation tells them that this should work, but they're fucking postmodernists anyway. So. It shouldn't work, right? And, you know, what two plus two equals whatever the fuck you want, but then the two they go by the two plus two equal five in order to give us this propaganda bullshit. Like we're just we're it's we're just a number and equation to them. And when that equation goes wrong and we turn on them, it's 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 our fault or it's not their fault. Their equation was right. Two plus two equals four. So. But I don't know. Maybe in their world they thought two plus two equals five. I don't know. But they, but the propaganda is on hard right now. I mean, you can't. The local news is full of, you know, talking about uh, live stream concerts. Like, what the fuck is that? That's a that's a YouTube video. That don't make no sense. And then like you know Ringo Starr and like guy former member. You know the the only members of the Beatles left. Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney wearing masks and talking about some shit. And and then the news reporters, like, on the ground wearing masks around a bunch of people who aren't. And that's no big deal. And then saying that, uh, making a big fuss about how people celebrating 4th of July and the Ozarks are, uh, you know, spreading COVID-19. But the mass demonstrations of communists... Aren't so Fourth of July bad? Communist revolution good? This is a huge fucking joke, and you, you, I can't go on Netflix without them promoting some sort of, you know, these like, I'm a victim, they are the bad guys, you know, some sort of show like that, or go to my Kindle, 
and then just saying recommended for you, you know, to talk about race. And then it says, you know, these fuck like the hate you give type books, which is nothing but a Mein Kampf or uh, Communist Manifesto. That's a whole nother topic. You compare those books to Donald Trump's books where he's like, here's the art of the deal. Uh, here's how you come back from a, you know, from a down, the art of the comeback. Here's how you, you know, come back. Or here's how you improve your golf swing. Here's how you make yourself better personally, where these books are all about these people are bad. Here's how we get back at them. That's yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a consistency there on what bad guys do. It's always us versus fucking them. Class warfare, race warfare. Uh, it, it, and we're seeing this playing out on a racial level too. Like literally they're trying to make black people Nazis. It's, it's simple as that. They're, they're trying to, and it's done by white people in a, uh, condensed version of that is Antifa. They're all a bunch of white kids who pretend that they're fucking like the, the social justice warrior, you know, God, you know, haven't sent fucking angels that are here to make things better when all they do is burn shit down and beat people up by the packs and then give black people money and hammers and shit to go tell up some, to beat up some random white people who have cops on their side. Because the cops never do shit about Antifa. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's a huge fucking joke. But the propaganda is on hard right now to have you not believe what your eyes see. And even on my Kindle, it says, here's books recommended for kids. And it's all like little kiddie versions of those same books. It's a huge, huge joke. And it's, I think it's pissing a lot of people off. But the people that it's pissing off, all of us, which is the majority here, and they're going to try to do voter fraud. We could go to the to the to the the ballot box and do something, but they're going to rig that too. And then they're going to turn around and say Trump's a sore loser. And even if you don't like Trump, which honestly, he's the best we got right now. I mean, what are we going to do? Joe Biden? Nobody's going to vote for Joe Biden. I mean, look at the guy's retarded. The guy doesn't know where he's at. The guy doesn't know anything. I mean, if we vote for him, I mean, it's going to be obvious that there's some sort of fraud going on. And it's going to be, it, it will probably do more good in the awakening to bring in, for them to cheat and have Joe Biden as president. Because the guy can't even talk a sentence. I mean, the, the, the guy is retarded. And a rapist. And a fucking racist. I mean, he's every, it, 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 it's a huge joke. So it might even do more good to wake people up if they if they go through with that. But you can't go anywhere without seeing any like on the shows, you know, the black person's always the, the victim of some fucking white guy who's wearing some red, white and blue. Whereas like the the it, the red, white and blue, the stars and stripes to me is such a living symbol. Because it represents freedom, and freedom has its own thing to each individual. And what what's freedom to them? As long as the freedom doesn't mean that you hurt somebody and impede on somebody else's freedom, then everything's fine. And so, if most people don't associate freedom with like "I'm free to kill somebody" type thing, then freedom is universally embraced. And so, therefore, that little how they personally 
embrace and to find freedom in their own way of how they were born and saw the world growing up is associated with that flag. See what I mean? It's not like the German nationalists of national socialists of, you know, the 1930s where it just means just domination and and taking over and invading and getting rid of the Jews and getting everything that's dirty about the country. It's like, no, we embrace the the what can be dirty about our country. We we brace our Buffalo Bill, not the, you know, Buffalo Bill Hickok and we we not the serial killer, but we we embrace these old um crime figures of their boldness. We 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 embrace that badassness. There's kind of a love affair with the with the mafia and everything. And yeah, they're bad guys, or even today with the with the gang culture which is handed to them which is handed to the uh, to black culture, which has been meant to tell everybody what black culture is, but there is also a badassness about it that is appealing. But once that goes, it gets in the way of the average um, citizen that wants nothing to do with it, then it becomes a really big problem. It's like, okay, if you choose that kind of life, that's a badass life, and if you thrive in it, then, you know, it's like, you know, kind of power to you, you know. It, it, it's, it's not like nobody condones it. But if the person knows of the consequences going into it, then it's kind of like, well, I mean, you know, and if you thrived in it, then you know, that's, you're a tough guy, you know, and you'll, you'll kind of go down as being a, a real tough guy and your kids are going to be like, yeah, my dad was a fucking tough guy. And so what I mean by, you know, a lot of the, People going around talking about they, you know, they said, uh, you know, that they shot John F. Kennedy or something like that. You know, the, the they, they know about the UFOs. They know about these things. And they can often be a scapegoat for someone's paranoia. Or if not the cause of it. Because... You can say they is behind every little thing. They, it, 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 the list can go on and on. It's it, it's it, it's not even a list. It can just manifest itself in in any way. It can embed itself in any sort of uh, negative thing. Like you stub your toe and be like, they put that there. That wasn't there before I got here. They're on to me. They're tapping my phone. They're doing this. They're doing that. And there's been so many articles written uh, trying to dismiss people talking about conspiracy theories. Saying that they're just paranoid people who think there's a the the they behind every single rock and every every single thing. But not given that part of it. But who is they? A lot, you know. There's been terms for them. You know, Alex Jones would, would kind of coin the term globalist. There's you know the deep state. Uh, there's the Illuminati. Uh, there's all these things. Well, what I kind of found it, it comes down to, it comes down to something either very malignantly psychological or a, a psychological malignancy that is, that, that half the population has come down with, or it's spiritual, which kind of gives room for less of an explanation, but it can certainly be the case. So what about this... Uh, let's let's talk about this like psychological they. So let's say there is a, an Illuminati and they have taken over all sorts of institutions and 
and influence ways of thinking. So if it's a they, then their ideology has been trickled down into the masses and where they carry out their will on a very individual street level that you have to deal with every single day. Otherwise, if they didn't, they wouldn't have any power. So how would one do something like that? Well, I think it's through the schools. I think it's definitely through the schools, like, all day long. Because, I, you know, I've worked in many places where high school kids worked at, and they would leave for the summer, or, you know, work for the summer. And then in the fall, they would go to school, be a freshman in, in college, and come back, and they'd be completely different people. They would be having the gauges in. They would have all sorts of that, like, dead-looking makeup and everything, and... Uh, and adopt a total ideology of the Marxism and they're practically an Antifa member and now they're a feminist and they got pit hair now and uh, their hair is a different color and they got gauges in and they've adopted this cowardly, I'm better than you and I don't need to prove it or I just say it and every every little thing I do is to fake how much better I am than you. It's all about obtaining the optics of the moral high ground. It's not about actually having the moral high ground, which I think good people know that they don't occupy and strive to occupy, so therefore they don't say that they have the moral high ground, but they strive to at least get there. And in doing so, they do moral things, and they have the moral high ground, but you couldn't convince them of that because... It's a practice. It's not a. Uh, it's not a place. It's not a you, a mountain that you climb and you're there and then suddenly you're like I'm better than you. But these people think that they're on that mountain just because they 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 think slavery they, they know slavery existed, and therefore they can tell you what to do all the time. And that is how the they makes they interact with us on a street level. And a lot in not only street level but on a, on a bureaucratic level where you have um for example, was it that mayor of Chicago that Lightfoot? I saw this video. I swear to god, she's a fucking alien. Like you see her 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 forehead is like stretched back. She looks like that guy on on uh, Men in Black that, like, stretches his face back. You know what I'm saying? It, it, she looks like, the, the you know, Sigourney Weaver. Like, she's about to have, like, a little alien pop out of her mouth and, like, spit some shit. And she looks nuts. And when she's talking, she's very monotone and mat- matter-of-factly. And this is what it is. And since I'm a fucking ugly alien, but I'm black and I'm lesbian-looking or a lesbian, then... Obviously, I know what I'm talking about, and I'm, and I'm better than you because I take this look as a black lesbian. And in the interview, she pledges allegiance to the New World Order, like, straight up. Like, for some reason, people who call out, say that there's a New World Order are conspira- conspiracy theorists, but when she says, I pledge allegiance to the New World Order, she's totally fine. But actually, the... According to the media, she's not totally fine, and the public knows she's not totally fine because you can just sense it. You can see with your eyes and see that she's fucked up. 
But in her interview, she says, you know, if we don't have votes, we can go through do this thing through a bureaucratic level. And so now we're dealing with a bureaucracy full of these people. We're dealing we're gonna be dealing with a bureaucracy who are going to enforce laws or move forward in punishing people through their thinking violations and living violations. And by living violations, I don't mean, you know, living dangerously and going around beating people up, playing the knockout game and not getting arrested for it, like what's going on in New York City. 90-year-old ladies with a walker getting just straight laid out in broad daylight. I mean, make you sick. This is like how – this is – that's how that's the, how the they that's one of their slaves that's one of the, that's that's a product of the they right there okay it's not like this guy was your that old lady was a target because her grandson knows about the new world order no it's just this fucking guy is part of the they and just laid her out because he's he's because but they seek out these type of they, they who people who align themselves and pledge allegiance to the they's New World Order, as in, you know, fucking Mayor Lightfoot's words, which she is definitely a they, because she just admitted it right there. New World Order, I'm a they. I pledge allegiance to the they. I'm an alien. She basically is a fucking alien. And even if not, these they's are so anti-human that they might as well be aliens. And a lot of people make the case that they are aliens. And maybe that's a... Uh, for another show, some of the alien conspiracy theories out there, some of them hold more water than others. Uh, like the, what is it, the uh, Dulce, New Mexico, where you got this underground base where there was a war and with the aliens and blah, blah, blah. I don't know about that one. But you had uh, that Navy Admiral went up to the North Pole and apparently spaceships are coming out of the water and there's a big battle and like 40 sailors died, which apparently happened. But and then him in his own diaries said, yeah, they were fucking aliens and they and I met them and blah, blah, blah. There's some stuff like that and then there's some also some stuff that we are we have been genetically manipulated tens of thousands of years ago from aliens and some of that stuff has been depicted in movies like aliens like straight up called aliens that that's happened there's and in a lot of religious books and old mythologies there's always this notion of how humans have been genetically manipulated all the way you know from the first uh Society, civilization, on record, uh, the Sumerians, that these gods, quote, gods, came down and taught humanity how to do all sorts of things, like agriculture, and then they interbred with us, and banking, and contract law, and the concept of the signature, and how to do warfare, all sorts of different things. Uh, And amongst all of them, how to make beer. Not even kidding. Even around here in uh, Minneapolis area, there is a brewery to the west uh, of Minneapolis. I think it's over by like Waconia or something. And there's it's called Anki Brewing. 
and Anki is one of these gods, Sumerian gods that came down who taught how to make beer. And and when at a restaurant I was working at, guy was coming in, you know, dropping off a keg of Anki beer, and I'm like, hey, isn't Anki one of those Sumerian gods that came down who taught people how to make beer? He's like, what? You know about that? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I just, well, I, I now I now that I ask you, I know a little bit more. And then you see a lot of these micro brews out there. They have a very satanic theme to them. I mean, you have. Uh, uh, surly beer in Minneapolis that is just, I mean, they got surly hell, surly Satan. I mean, they got, or Lucifer, they got, and they got pentagrams and shit. You got stone brewing. Uh, you may, might be in your area. It just all sorts of these micro brews have a real satanic theme to them. And then you have, uh, the monks who are apparently famous for making beer out there in Germany and, or in Belgium and stuff. Uh, and a lot of these crazy families, Budweiser family and stuff. It, it, a lot of these beer, the beer industry is really fucking weird. And they might be part of the they, but even on the microbrew level, they could be. It, it's it's just a thing they have adopted. It's like like a something that attracted them into being a they. So if it's a psychic thing, if it's a psychological thing. Uh, I think it could be a mixture of both when it comes down to it. But even if it's psychological, I don't think it's psychological because if you have, there's a lot of people with some bad psychological traits who will enact these out, but they will not, but they'll be against a lot of the bad things going on in the world today. Take Glenn Beck, for example. He, I mean, the the guy... He's not that, you know, up to a couple years ago, he's not that great. Like, he's, he, he exposed George Soros, and then he was very milquetoast, or even like Sean Hannity. I mean, very kind of neo-Connie, Sean Hannity. But now, I think he was just trying to go with the winning team at the time, maybe. I don't know, whenever Carl Rove would, would call, or like join him on the show, he would say, oh, Brother Carl, so I really think he's probably, that was probably some like secret society term or something. But it's like, it's either, you know, seeing, knowing where the wind blows, seeing the winning team, or just being part of the winning team and going down to the death and being part of evil to the death. Kind of like ISIS or something. Like, they're going to be evil. They'll die being evil. Like, they don't care. A lot of these cartels in, like, Mexico and stuff. I mean, MS-13, they will die being evil. They don't care if they got a Colombian necktie and they're still living. As long as they can still be evil to the end. That's what I think Who uh, really the essence of the they are. They will be evil till the end, which puts us in a kind of a weird position. I mean, because we're not trying to go out and kill people. I'm not calling for killing people, but I think they'll wipe themselves out. So what's the big next thing to come? What's the big... Okay, so we had COVID, now we got this whole, like, Inner cities on fire and the Black Lives Matter thing and the whole communist revolution happening right now. Things come in threes, I believe. And honestly, when the whole COVID thing was happening and we kind of thought the leftists were, you know, taking a back seat for a second. Personally, I'm not saying I was right because I mean I had no record of it saying I was right, but I always thought, okay, these these leftists, they're not done. They're just they're sitting back. They're they're they're. They're really thinking of something right now. They're doing something right now. And sure as shit, they did. 
I think the next thing that's going to happen is some big geopolitical warfare go on. I, I really think that's going to be something that's going to be happening here. Whether it be China, something between China. I mean, we had China and India pop off not too long ago a little bit. With that whole, like, melee in the mountains. throwing. I mean, that had to be messed up. Which is weird, because initial reports said uh, ammunition was exchanged. But then a day later, it said it was just hand-to-hand combat, and they're throwing each other off mountains and stuff. And K2 wasn't even that far away. They'd be crazy, because K2 had to have been in the background when they were brawling out there for, what, eight hours it was? Just straight, like, fists and sticks and rocks and shit? That had to have been nuts. But I think that in, in China's been really eyeing Taiwan lately, They've and Iran's... Uh, you know, has all sorts of, like, strategical uh, infrastructure being blown up on the on the random. I mean, that stuff kind of happens all the time over there. There's always some sort of CIA or who knows what Mossad operation going on within Iran. But I think there's going to be something a little bit more left field than that that's going to be happening. Hey, I, I don't know what it could be. I I mean, who knows? We could even see something in South America pop off. Apparently, I saw an article the other day that... Uh, the Jaliso new cartel or new generation, the, the new big cartel in Mexico is really gaining a lot of strength out there and could actually rival the government. And now I wouldn't be, I mean, just, I'm not saying this will happen or anything, but there could be, what if they take the government? What if they assassinate the president and, and take his, uh, whatever the presidential palace is over there? in Mexico City, and start taking uh, provinces and the capitals of, the, of these provinces and literally start, like, patrolling the streets as the government entity there, straight up through force, and then, like, rounding up other cartel members and building camps and hiring out construction companies to build these camps and calling it contracts. I mean... There, we could be seeing I, it, crazy destabilization. I mean, we could be seeing something like, who knows, China making some sort of deal with Canada where they could have a base there. I mean, something they've had um, instances where Chinese ships were being allowed to dock on uh, uh, Canadian harbors, which is a pretty interesting uh concept and then stage an invasion out of Canada or at least the perceived threat of an invasion from China out of Canada and then therefore like wouldn't that be something wouldn't that be a plot twist in this whole thing 2020 2021 2022 and I think it's whatever if it starts today or in 2021 I think the major shit house is going to be 2022 I think but maybe It'll be a bunch of bad guys if good guys stay out of it or die or, or just keep speaking out and then wanting to live but speak out anyway from this whole thing within all this and everybody else destroys each other and the good guys are what's left. And by good guys, I mean just the people who understand the concept of freedom um, are the ones who's left. Then probably this could be, you know, a positive thing for humanity but you know and trees and shrubs grow at night so this is 
Yeah. Humans grow when they sleep, so here we are. Anyway, first episode, American Schmuck. That's me. I hope you enjoyed. Enjoy the rest of your day, y'all. <laughs>